The Trivia Music Show of your favorite pop stars. Hey, hey, what's going on, fam? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Pop Muse, the pop music trivia show of your favorite stars. And if it's your first time joining us, we scour the internet and find lesser known facts about some of the legends, big names, mega stars, or what I always say, some cool cats from the international and national stage to fill you in on. And let's see at the end of this episode if you know as much as you think you know about some of these big icons in music. I'm TJ Reed, and I got my bro Yoon Chi in the studio. What's going on, bro? Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Reed. Back into the house. Hope yeah, you're yeah. looking forward to this amazing episode. So, do you got somebody special that you want to share today on the uh, the Chinese front? I'll, yeah, I wouldn't call this person special. But <laughs> <laughs> That's an <laughs> awesome we, way to start. <laughs> because, uh, well, let's be honest. We we already uh, how how many like 40, 50 episodes in? And, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Well, if I keep saying like this is a special one, then I'm uh, yeah, I, I would be lying. It, it, w- it won't be the it won't be the truth. But he is still a decent. Okay, so this guy I'm introducing <laughs> today, he is still a decent. All right. uh, song a musician, also a songwriter, mm. and I think the most fun thing about this musician, I'm gonna spoil you a little bit, is that he has been receiving undue credits okay. for many years. All right, all right. He got attention, famous. Yeah, that's what's up. So yours? My guy is a household name in a lot of countries. Great music, great vocalist. And I'm pretty sure you know who this person is. Okay, vocalist. Yeah, Probably yeah. And yeah. And that's it. Going, yeah, that's pretty much all I'm going to share at this point. Generic. It's, so it's, it's a really a household name. <laughs> yes, sir. So before we go any further, we're going to go ahead and drop our hold harmless clause, guys. Everything we find about the show is purely online. So some of the websites are possibly erroneous. So bear with us on some of these quote unquote facts. If there are any inaccuracies, please reach out to us and we'd love to hear from you and hopefully we can update some of those mishaps onto a later episode so now i'm gonna go ahead and get this cracking sure i'm gonna go with fact number one and this is according to the useless daily and wikipedia (laughs) so this guy's from he's got a few siblings family of six his parents weren't musicians uh directly okay they had other jobs but they were involved in the church his dad was a drummer his mom was she led the choir oh so they weren't professional musicians but they were involved in the church choir right i suppose and that's kind of where he got his start and this is something that's a little unordinary uh his parents divorced when he was young but reunited 12 years later something you don't hear very often what is that what is that called like broken glasses (laughs) what repair of uh remaking or like gluing broken glasses together i guess i guess it could still work right there might be a crack it's just the saying in in chinese oh really because i've never heard that before broken glasses yeah like a gluing or repaired broken glasses (laughs) wow all right all right uh, so this guy, he was homeschooled for a while, and as a result, he skipped two academic grades in school. That could be because he's super smart or just that's kind of what happens when you're homeschooled. I don't know. You learn things at a faster rate than, you know, kids in the public school. So yeah, one, I think so. Yeah, because the schooling, I mean, in schools with everybody else, it's yeah. designed for most people. Right. And uh, you got to keep pace with everyone else. Uh, so this guy, he started playing the piano around the age 
age of four and he got involved with his parents choir at the age of seven um yeah he started high school super early like age of 12 and he graduated at the age of 16 most of us back home graduate when we're 18 so yeah same yeah. here okay he got offered admission into harvard he had scholarships to morehouse and georgetown which are all pretty prestigious schools but he ref- did he go to harvard or go to he refused them all actually he went to the university of pennsylvania so let's do a fancy one yeah yeah that's not too bad but it's yeah it's, it's kind of cool you know to put on your uh, portfolio that i refused harvard i could have got in but you know yeah. well you can always write that <laughs> there's no way to, con- to confirm this uh, <laughs> but i feel like harvard maybe in general harvard is a fancier university mm-hmm. than pennsylvania yeah yeah it's, it's it, well its name echoes throughout the world right yeah of course yeah yeah let's keep it going fact number two this is according to wikipedia in college he served as the president and musical director of the co-ed jazz and acapella group called the counterparts and i can kind of hear it in his music he has this you know jazzy kind of acapella vibe in his vocals mm. so it's kind of cool okay um he was also a member of the sphinx senior society and the onyx senior honor society so i don't know whenever i hear the word honor it sounds like he's just kind of a smart guy so he should be yeah, yeah. Uh, finishing education no 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 graduating from high school at age 16 yeah yeah and Harvard rejected Harvard <laughs> right <laughs> he should be <laughs> smart guy Around this time, I think this is when he was introduced to one of my favorite R&B singers, uh, Lauren Hill. Okay. And that's where he was hired to contribute to a song on her album. And this could be a really big hint to big fans out there. He played the piano for the song Everything Is Everything on her album, The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Really cool album. Every single track on there was just magic. So kind of cool. This is a fact that I didn't know actually at that time. I didn't realize that until years years later that so you he, have been you weren't you weren't listening I was to listening to it for, and I had no idea that it was this guy that um, you know contributed yeah after college I guess he was a management consultant at the Boston Consulting Group so completely irrelevant to music irrelevant to music but he I think that's a quite a famous consulting group mm. Boston Consulting Group yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so again this for him yeah well, well out of Pennsylvania so not that surprising <laughs> But I guess during that time, he wrote and produced, recorded his own music, demos and shows. And so in that pursuit, one of his demos found its way to Kanye West. And it was then that he started to sing hooks and he played the piano for some of his work. And yeah, the rest is history. That's also a pretty big clue because, you know, Kanye and this guy, the former pianist, yeah, and, uh, hookup singer, backup singer for Kanye West. Pretty much. We're going to move on to fact number three. And this is also from Wikipedia. His stage name came from a recommendation from a poet named J. Ivy. Never heard of this guy. No. <laughs> he said his voice resembled that of the classics and the household names and legends of the past. So for that reason, um, it took a little bit of time, but eventually the artist took this suggestion and changed his name that resembled i guess this advice or this tip from this poet yeah yeah j irvin no <laughs> j ivy j ivy okay. <laughs> um his debut album was a success selling close to a million copies and collaborations from kanye snoop dogg and will i am 
And I remember listening to this album when it first dropped, and I was just really surprised. I was just like, "Wow, this this is really—it's got a different kind of flow to it. It was like gospel, but at the same time, it was a little bit street, and it was like really soulful. And another thing that's signature about this artist is like the age gap didn't matter. Like my parents could listen to him, and they were like, "Wow, you know, they really liked it as well." So okay, it was so like wholesome. Yeah, but his music is like built for all for for all ages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not for saying kids? I'm not saying it's G-rated. I'm just saying that the the sound can appeal to people from different age groups. Like like even my grandfather could listen to his voice. Okay, and again, I feel like he's got like a retro style. Maybe he's got a style that just like I, I think that poet kind of nailed it when he said that his voice sounds like some of the megastars from the past, hmm. and then it's kind of combined with the contemporary sound. And it yeah, you can dance, you can you know bounce to his music, but then you can also you can also pray. Too, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little bit, a little bit. There's that you know yeah, element to it too. It's a gospel, right? Yeah. His most notable single from that album depicted the ups and downs of love, relationships. That's just and boring. intensity, sadness, and tear-filled happiness. So yeah, that was just something that just for any romantic song, <laughs> almost. <laughs> But for those who have a hint on who this is, that was probably a big clue right there. All right, we're gonna keep it going with fact number four, and this is according to Biography.com and Wikipedia. Um, so some buzzworthy accolades here, and these might give it away because these are some notable、okay. things about this guy. He's saying yes, we can for the promotion of the presidential race for Barack Obama in 2008. All right. So if you're familiar with that song, you got it. He sang the song "America the Beautiful" in the opening ceremony of the Super Bowl in 2015.、Hmm. Uh, in 2017, he sang a duet with Ariana Grande, which was a cover for Beauty and the Beast. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Let's call it a day, DJ. <laughs> <laughs> and the soundtrack, which was a soundtrack song from the、uh, Celine Dion and the People Bryson original. Yeah, I'm just saying. I think this is the Earliest time for me to get. I know, seriously. All right, yeah. He met his wife and model Chrissy Teigen in the music video of the song called Stereo, and I guess she was his love interest in that actual music video. And six years later, they had an aquatic music video together. Aquatic. It's、yep. like a, in a aqua- aquarium. <laughs> <laughs> well, aquatic just means water, right? Right. Yeah. So they made an aquatic music video together in his most successful single to date from his album "Love in the Future."、Uh, so yeah, he's one of the judges on The Voice from season sixteen to present.、Hmm. He's collaborated with The Roots on the album "Wake Up," which is one of my personal favorites. Some of the songs were covers to some of the classics from Nina Simone, Marvin Gaye, Curtis Mayfield, and. The list goes on. Oh, and one other note here is、uh, he's the youngest and only black man to join the EGOT club, and that's the Emmy, Grammy, Oscar. So, and、uh, it just means like he has collected trophies、yeah. from all these awards, all these types of awards. So, and he's one of the only, he's one of the few to do it. So,、hmm. pretty notable, and that's kind of a pretty big accolade. So, yeah, I knew that fact number four was gonna be was gonna seal the deal. We're gonna. We probably we weren't expecting that I can actually name the song. <laughs> <laughs> I felt I finished your sentence there. Yeah, I know. I guess we've been spending too much time together, right? You're finishing、yeah. my sentences, getting into your head. We're gonna move on to fact number five. This is the final fact, and this is from Wikipedia. 
I'm gonna quote one of my favorite songs from this musician. Okay, everyone, and, get prepared. Uh, <laughs> so this is you're just gonna start singing. Uh, well, the song is called PDA, and I'm sure that you can kind of imagine. And these, here's some of the lyrics: I'm not ashamed. I don't care who sees us hugging and kissing our love exhibition. Exhibitionist. <laughs> we'll rendezvous out on the fire escape. I want to set off an alarm today. A love emergency don't make me wait. <laughs> okay. Declaration for, for love. <laughs> Pretty much. In short, yeah. Let's go to the car. I want to kiss you underneath the stars. Maybe we'll go too far. We just don't care. We just don't care. So that's, yeah, that's the track. Romantic. Pretty Romantic. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and he's got another one that's really famous, the one that I referenced earlier that most people know him for, and that's... um. I think you're referring to the one that's being played over and over on American radio. Um, Does it go like... Um, Take it slow, this time we'll take it slow. You heard that one? Uh, no. No? No. <laughs> well, I think for our listeners out there, that's a dead giveaway. Yeah, that's sure. That's probably his biggest biggest single. Know. If I if I know, then I think most people would know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I guess I'm going to quit stalling because it sounds like Yunchi is clear on who this is. So why don't you just share? I think we all kind of know when you figured it out, but yeah, yeah, just, yeah. just drop it on us. Yeah. So this artist should be John Legend. <laughs> <laughs> and is that the name that he got from that poet? That's the name he got from the poet. So it's not his original name, right? No, it's John not his Legend. original name. No. So John Legend is a musician, record producer, pianist, and songwriter who's worked with such artists such as Alicia Keys, Twista, Janet Jackson, and Kanye West. Legend's debut album, 2004's Get Lifted, won three Grammys and has since become two times platinum by the RIAA, along with other notable works from albums Evolver and Love in the Future, which went 13 times platinum. And again, his biggest single were, you know, he was there with his wife. The aquatic music video that I was referencing was... Okay. Loves all of you. Is that the one that you said, like the pains and uh, something and something? No, no, that one that's is a different song. That's ordinary people, oh, which is okay. the track that I'm going to share. I today. thought you were describing all of me this song because this one is definitely a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of related, right? Kind of fits into that fits description. That mold. Yeah. So today I'm going to share a few tracks that I find to be. You know some of my personal favorites. Yeah, let's not let's not play all of me. It's been nah uh, nah nah nah. That one's uh, yeah. Like you play said, something it's new. It's, it's... <laughs> but uh, I got a few tracks that I would like to share from this uh, remarkable musician. And uh, first up, I got "Used to Love You" from the Get Lifted album, and that will be followed by "Green Light" from the Evolver album, one of my personal favorites. And then finally, if there's time, I want to share "Ordinary People." Check it out. Maybe it's me, maybe I bore you. No, no, it's my fault, cause I can't afford you.
just one night. I'm ready to go right now. I'm ready to go right now. Checking your smile, working your back like it's going out of style. Shake just a little bit faster, shake just a little now, girl. I'm dying to meet you, so let's mess around. Got an obsession with us getting down. Come just a little bit closer, I just need permission, so.
I'm in love with you But this ain't the honeymoon Past the infatuation phase Right in the thick of love At times we get sick of love It seems like we argue every day I know I misbehaved And you've made your mistakes And we both still got room left to grow And though love sometimes hurts I still put you first And we'll make this thing work But I think we should take it slow We're just ordinary people We don't know which way to go Cause we're ordinary people Maybe we should take it slow Take it slow Oh, this time we'll take it slow Take it slow Oh, this time we'll take it slow This ain't a movie, no No fairy tale conclusion, y'all It gets more confusing every day Sometimes it's heaven sent Then we head back to hell again We kiss then we make up on the way I hang up, you call We rise and we fall And we feel like just walking away As our love advances We take second chances Though it's not a fantasy I still want you Take it slow. 
And that was Ordinary People by John Legend. And that was from the Get Lifted album. My personal favorite. I think his first album was resonates with me the most. Yeah, the last one is a little bit sentimental, but not as sentimental as uh, his most signature one on the radio. All of me. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> bit. But, but, but my favorite one is the first one. You can clearly hear the influence of gospel music. Yeah, yeah. One. Especially in the music video. And then like I think Kanye West is in that video. It's kind of random. I have no idea. But yeah, great musician, great music. And uh, yeah, also in terms of uh, his personality or his character wise, because I think you told me that how John Legend is like a very decent, oh, decent. <laughs> well, I'm not sure. I mean, if you watched his video, Save Room, you might not think he's that decent but yeah i mean he's he's got he's got great music decent music but anyway man so who do you have for us today all right time to move on to the man of pop world yeah um let's just go right into the facts and and we will have fact number one from uh, phtv.iphone.com and also from netease entertainment okay um for this artist his father was a professional peking opera singer that plays martial roles because if you watch peking opera there are people who are specializing in dancing yeah and uh so this guy's father's role he does a lot of martial arts and he's called a wushan oh cool and so with this kind of family influence he picked up an interest he was exposed to chinese opera and martial arts at a very young age yeah and uh so growing up he listened to a lot of the the male divas. I wonder if there's a word for male divas. For, for male divas. It's the first time I've heard that. <laughs> like the big names, the male musicians in the mandolin. I mean, did they world. sound like women when they sang? Or no, not not at all. Oh, okay, but okay. I, I just don't. I, I haven't found an equivalent word to <laughs> to divas for for men's. Okay. Yeah, the big big names, male singers. All right, male singers, and like uh, Tai Yu Law, Jonathan Lee, which we mentioned before, a famous producer, and also Chi Ching. So oh. he was looking up to these musicians, especially when they were playing guitar, which gave him an interest in playing guitar. Okay. And, well, his mother actually spent two months of salary to buy him a Kapok guitar, which is a, a what? Kapok. It's a Chinese brand. Okay. <laughs> it's a, it, I think it doesn't make sense to Chinese audience either. So it's Hong Mian, right? Hong Mian guitar. Okay. Uh, Kapok guitar. And um, in 1993, he attended a winter camp at Tsinghua University. Okay. After learning Chinese folk music for four months. And this is something that he shares in common with John Legend, that they both went to... Uh, They're both decent uh, musicians? No, the top, <laughs> the top, uh, the top, top universities uh, in the respective countries. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Right. Well, or if John Legend went to Harvard, Harvard that right? would be on the same exact same tier as Tsinghua University. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so during that winter camp, he won a first place from some performances and he was performing a very old song called Speak My Mind and I guess he impressed some judges or faculty members okay. during the winter camp and he got Did he bring his uh, guitar that his mom worked I so hard for? I would suppose so but you no know, it doesn't say there. I'm wondering how expensive that guitar was. You said she worked for like two months to get it. I mean either she didn't make a lot of money or it was just super expensive. Well I guess if you look at China like 40, 50 years ago like uh, not that long. I think he's 40 years. <laughs> I think he is 40 years old right now but <laughs> 
So maybe thirty years ago, yeah. Uh, then things were a lot more expensive at that time. Okay. Yeah. So okay. wow, the eco- economy of China really grew a lot these days. So yeah. Oh, we're getting economical now. No, no, no yeah, yeah, just a little uh, tangent. Yeah, yeah. but uh, so back to the winter camp. So he impressed those judges and uh, faculty members, and uh, he got into electrical engineering in Tsinghua University, which is a little bit odd. Oh but- yeah, kind of random. Another tangent here. So yeah. I guess John Legend got into consulting. Right, but yeah, it's completely irrelevant because he was performing art on the winter camp, and he got into electrical engineering. But during his study in the uni, he did attend a lot of musical activities. So he formed a duo group with a classmate. He played classic guitar. Okay, so not the rock and roll guitar. So it's、mm. the nylon string. Okay, so the、uh, acoustic guitar. Yeah, classical classical guitar, and he was playing classic guitar in nine student bands, and he was also a member in the Tsinghua Uni Choir. Well, something else that he shares with、uh, with John Legend, but it's not gospel though. Okay. Yeah. So in short, he was quite a. I would say he he was a minor celebrity in the university for all these performances that he had. And a fun note is that his wife is also from Tsinghua University as well. She、oh. is a PhD in sociology. Oh, okay. So she wasn't just like you know yeah, one、something. of his fans、no. on the yeah、uh, you because know, you say he was a celebrity on. Yeah. So before his graduation in 1998, this artist held a personal concert in Tsinghua University, and later, upon graduation, he joined China's State Administration of Radio, Film, and Television. Okay. And、uh, he was working there in the administration as a network engineer. Yeah, that that term engineer just keeps coming back. I mean, it was electrical engineer, and now it's network engineer. So he was consistent at least for that time. Yeah. So <laughs> he went. Into a career. For, Guess it's a good backup in case this music thing doesn't. Yeah, pan what out, he、right? learned. But the very next year, he he took part in recording for an album called First Instinct. Then the next year, in 2000, he quit from this job and started his career as a professional musician.、Mm. That's where he started. Now let's move on to fact number two, and that was all fact number one. Yeah, I'm like spitballing through all these stories before he properly got into music. Okay. Okay, and the second one will be according to Sina Entertainment. When he entered the show business, he was in a duo group. Okay. Okay, so that's the first big clue for the fans out there. All right. And there are not too many, to be honest. There are not too many. <laughs> not too many fans.、Huh? No, no, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not what. <laughs> I mean, there are not too many Chinese duo groups. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so especially like a male male duo group. Okay, okay. so two guys singing two guys, together. It's the two guys singing together, like Wham. Yeah. Okay. So they they released their first album in 2001, and、um, there's a same title song as the album that w- became a hit song in China, and it was so popular that in the next year, according According to and this is according to Xuehua.com,、mm-hmm. you will hear this song blasting from every single dormitory in the schools and colleges across China. This guy's like a like a college champion, a Tsinghua yeah, champion, because it's yeah, like because、uh, we keep hearing about Tsinghua and you know the mark he left there, and then like I guess you can hear his music at college campuses. So yeah, it's a quite a romantic song. So it's、uh, you would be able to also for college、yes. students when they're yeah, you the know target audience like、uh, about relationship、uh, <laughs> and stuff. In college, all right. And、uh, this group won five awards on four occasions in the next year, two thousand and two. 
But soon after their release of the second album in that year,、mm-hmm. these artists pulled out from the group to work as a solo musician. There was no confirmed reasons, but it, there were speculations like one was more commercial, the other one was more idealistic. Just like Wham. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>、uh, but I, I think of course every time there's a split, people are gonna try to categorize. Yeah. This one wants the money. This one right, wants right. the art for for the ideas. Yeah. But yeah, you you never know. Okay. So now let's move on to the next one, fact number three. And now I'll dial the time a little bit forward to first tell you about、uh, some of his most notable achievements after he got famous. And、uh, so he was、uh, the co-producer for one of the albums for Malbu E. I believe you know that musician. Yeah, for this musician. In 2018, okay. Okay. Co-producing an album for Malbu E, and、uh, he's also been a mentor slash judge at, at many music TV shows, variety shows in China. Seems like a lot of people are. If you're a singer, it seems like yeah, everybody's on、yeah. The Voice or the. Yeah, including of- but not limited to The Voice, of course. The China's edition,、mm-hmm. and also the other one is actually one of the first variety music shows in China. It's called、uh, Super Boys. Super Boy, huh? I don't think it ever promoted the show with this name, but it's it's quite a lousy translation. Well, I've heard of Super Girl. Yes, right from Hunan TV. Well, I'm、yeah. not sure which TV it's from, yeah, but, <laughs> but I know it's the, from the same. Yeah, some girls got、same. famous from that show. Yeah,、so、it's、I、from、guess. the same company. Okay, well, the same same TV station, Super Boys, Super. Girls. Okay. okay, so he was the judges on The Voice,、uh, Super Boys, and many other variety shows. And it's not related to Marvel. Okay, got it. You mean like superhero? Yeah, 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 yeah.、Uh, okay, okay, <laughs> cool. <laughs>、uh, he was also in a trill group,、uh, not a consistent one, but just a one-time thing. So he was in a trill group with Khalil Fong and oh, a trio. Okay, Khalil Fong, remember? And, yeah.、Uh, Jam Xiao. Oh yeah, that's the guy that makes it rain, right? Wow, yeah, yeah. I'm glad that you remember that part because I think that's the most notable <laughs> thing about Jam Xiao. Yeah, everywhere he goes, it storms. I think that's <laughs>、yeah. just so special. Yes, he definitely had to get out of that trio, right? No, too it's destructive. A, it's just a one-time thing. Yeah, so he was in this trio group to perform on China's Spring Festival Gala. Did it, did it rain?、Uh, <laughs> we should look into that. It's most likely. It was most likely raining on that day. Probably. And、uh, he was also two-time participant to my favorite variety show, The Singer,、uh, the one that Jesse J was on. And、uh, who? who?、Uh, Jesse. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, Who? Right, right, right. <laughs> a Brit, a British, UK. Where's that? Not my words. I'm, I'm rephrasing. I'm speaking for TJ. Okay, I know,、mm. I know where UK is. I went there.、Uh, okay, now let's back to the the last notable achievement for this guy, for this artist. According to People.com, he performed in the David Gavin Hall in New York City's Lincoln Center for the Performing Arts in、mm. 2016. Which made him the first artist from Chinese mainland to perform there. Okay. Okay. Let's move on to the very last fact. All right. And I think, in my opinion, the most notable thing about this artist is the undue credits.、Uh, so it's the musicians; they had a very good music, but it's silent. It's not popular for years. 
mm. until someone made a cover or someone maybe in a music contest like The Voice they did a cover of it and yeah. made it viral or they pass away and then posthumously they become famous yeah 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 but not not, not for this guy's case but okay. it's kind of annoying like uh, because you had a good work you had a good music but somebody else <laughs> but made everybody's it. sleeping on it yeah. yeah somebody else made your work famous mm. and that's what I meant by undue credit for this for this so he's kind of an unsung singer he's uh he's actually son he's actually son now okay. for a year for, for quite many years but there thanks was thanks to people covering his music yeah yeah i think there were i think probably between 2000 early 2000 to uh 2010 that's the time he was like sleeping mm. the, the, the sleep the sleeper in the music industry because so there was this romantic song in that was released in 2003 mm. and it's about like a love at first sight I, I glanced at you among the crowds and fell in love that type of romantic song mm. and this song slept for I guess seven years until in 2010 when Fei Wong oh. did a cover of this song on China's Spring Festival Gala in that year and I think that's gonna ring a huge bell for anyone because Literally, no one, according to Shui <laughs> No Hong, one heard of this guy, huh? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Okay, I have a source. <laughs> I have a source. It's not my words. Because according to Xuehua.com, many people hadn't heard of this artist at the time yet. Mm. And uh, years of stockpiling tapes were soon sold out after, thanks to Fei Wong. Wow. So she, like, made his career. <laughs> thanks to Fei Wong. Yeah. So it's like his first So life. he needs to give tribute to her. Yeah, so it's like his first <laughs> life-changing like a career-changing moment there and, uh, mm. and wow. also ironically this song received at least two awards on two different occasions seven years later huh? no in that <laughs> yeah in that same year in okay. that same year okay. when Fei Wan when Fei Wan made that song a hit song mm-hmm and then that song starts to receive. <laughs> I bet you amongst the singers, they kind of, you know, crack jokes to this guy. Like, you know, if it wasn't for Fei Wong, man, we would have never. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the first That's the first one. And that's it's not a single incident because he also had another song mm. in 2007. That's three years before Fei Wong made that, made the other song popular. And uh, there's another song that reminds me a lot of Valder Fields. What? It's a song that I was. No, it doesn't. I mean, it's, it's nice though. Thanks for the demonstration. But. Yeah, but uh, so it's like a, this kind of nostalgic, uh, a soothing vibe. Mm. So this song, I mean, this song I'm talking about from him in 2007, it's kind of similar to this Valder Fields. I'm not 100% sure if this song received attention at the time of release, but it definitely attracted much more, much higher attention when mm. this artist did a collaboration of this song with Chinese actress Sun Li. So she's the one that played the leading role in Empresses in the Palace. Okay. okay. Also on that year's Spring Festival Gala. So the second incident. Okay, so a sleeper song. <laughs> and then... Man, he needs to fire his uh, marketing agent, man. I mean, seriously. <laughs> possibly, possibly. And the very last little detail is that this guy also had a... I think this is my favorite song from him, okay? All right. This song received due attention, I think, even before... Like on time, out. like when yeah, he performed time. it. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's supposed to be. And it's a song about Lake Baikal. It's a, it's a lake in Russia. Okay. okay. And... Uh, so this song was released in 2008. 
and 11. There's a heavy Russian music element in this song. Mm. And uh, he also performed this song later in 2019 together with Lan Lan. Mm, this is the pianist, right? The pianist. Okay, yeah, probably the most famous here. Yes, and uh, Lake Baikal, and that would be a huge tip. Or for listeners, I'm sure they probably listeners. are screaming the answer right now. I think, but I mean, Fei Wan, that was already obvious enough. <laughs> okay. Okay, so I, hopefully I gave TJ some... Uh, yeah, something to help me when I Google who leads. this person is. Yeah, right. just a quick reminder, that was which year? In 2010, that was when Fei Wan thankfully made his song and also made this artist popular. Breathed him back to life, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Second career, almost like... <laughs> All right, so I think I'm going to take this time to search for this artist. Okay, 25. And I think uh, there was already five seconds already gone. Okay, 25. All right. And 20. Mm. We're going to look up Lake Baikal. Even though I, I suppose you're going to have problems spelling that. Yeah. Nantan. Five, four, three. Let's just program a sound to count that down, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, too, I'm too lazy to count down. Yeah. Okay. Uh, e. E. I'm not sure if I spelled this right, but I got a name for this song. That Fei Wong performed, or? Uh, I, it doesn't say Fei Wong here, so I'm going to run with... Um, I mean, based off of uh, what I was able to find, uh, a lot of that other stuff didn't ring any bells for me personally, because you said this guy's kind of under the radar. It seems like he was under the radar most of his career until right, Fei Wong kind of... <laughs> so this is episode about Fei Wong. <laughs> so the name that comes up is Li Jian. Whoa! Ding, ding, ding! Okay. Oh, I thought we were going to program that sound. <laughs> we are. <laughs> yeah, but congratulations. Yeah, yeah. This musician, this artist is Chinese singer, songwriter Li Jian. Okay, so proper Mandarin would be Li Jian, but it's also fine if you just call him Li Jian. He also I, got can't, a, I can't hear the difference, but go ahead. Yeah. He's also got a an, an alias that some people like to call him the poet of music. Okay. Yep. Uh, so his music career began as one of the two founding members of the band Shui Mu Nianhua, which is a wow. callback to some elements in Tsinghua University. Okay, this guy's in love with Tsinghua University. All I right. think he would if you were a graduate from He there. must be engraved on the wall or he must have a statue there or something. Yeah, yeah, that would be my, on my tombstone. <laughs> Harvard or Pennsylvania graduate, <laughs> this guy. That's all, not my name. <laughs> yeah. So after his departure from the band Trey Mu Nianhua in 2002, he began his solo career and to date, he's produced nine albums. He's mostly well known for his song Chuan Qi Legend which became a hit song after. That's so interesting. His legend is also related to John Legend. This guy has some similarities with our yeah, previous... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, actually, I wanted to br to bring that up when you were introducing all these, like, uh, Pennsylvania, like, a fancy schooling. Yeah. And I, there was something else that they kind of share in common as yeah. well. So they are destined to be in one single episode <laughs> on pop news. You're welcome, Lee Jian. Okay, so the songs that I'm going to play for, for Mr. Lee today the first one will be my personal favorite. It's called Lakeside by Cal. 
Oh. Okay, or okay. Mandarin, Beijing, Hupan. And then the second one will be followed by Chuanqi Legend.、Mm-hmm. And、uh, of course, if we have time, then the third one will be my father's prose and、uh, poetry. My father's prose and, and poetry. What does he mean by prose here? This has lots of implications. Prose. I looked up that word. It says it's the opposite of poetry. <laughs> that prose. Okay. It's like a writing. Okay. I'm not sure what that means, but、I'm、I think I think I'll leave that there. Look that. Look that up later. <laughs> yep. So. All right. All right. Well, before we get there, folks, we're gonna go ahead and call it for this episode of Pop Muse. For those of you joining us, thank you so much for tuning in, and be sure to check us out for another episode of the show. I'm TJ Reed, and it's Winchy here. Take it easy, folks. We'll see you next. Next time, be there.
就在某一天，你忽然出现，你清澈又神秘，在北疆湖畔，你清澈又神秘，像北疆。
看了你一眼。